Oh, hang on. Yeah, what are we calling this podcast? <laughs> Was it over underrated? Over underrated. Sous évalué. Urvachets. Over underscattan. Over underrated. Welcome to episode three, season two of Over Underrated, a music pod with myself, Fran, and my co-host, Babs. This week we're chatting Eurovision, again. As you can probably tell, I'm recording us backstage in Rotterdam. Lucky me. We've listened to all 39 entries from all across Europe, and we have to work out our favourite five and our worst five, and then discuss. Enjoy us debating music. There are a few swear words, so... Please make sure there are no children present, and I will see you again at the halfway point. Au revoir. Hello, welcome, bonjour, and welcome to Eurovision Special. I'm Fran, and this is my co-host, Babs. How are you doing, Babs? Today, I am not doing my best uh because on the positive side i got my first dose of the covid vaccine yesterday hooray on the downside the side effects hit me like a sledgehammer and i've been feeling like i've been lightly steamrolled um all day long so i am looking forward to having my spirits lifted with a bit of eurovision chat today and you know who doesn't love a bit of eurovision chat well probably half the country but (laughs) But we have listened to all 39 finalists, not the main final, the semi-finalists, so you don't have to. And uh, we have worked out our top five and our worst five. We know what songs we've chosen, but we don't know the order. So will there be some fun and games ahead, guys? We have made a Spotify playlist, as usual, and we are going to debate which we think will win your vision and which you think will be no problem. Yeah, I don't know how you did this, Fran, but uh, this is the first time in my life that I've listened to all the semi-finalists before because with Eurovision normally, I do like to be surprised on the night. Um, and I know that that means that you miss out then on the people who, who are semi-finalists. And like increasingly, you know, just from being in the world, you do hear some songs that are in the semi-finalists. But it was interesting to really go and, and sit down and listen to them. So I, the way I did it was I got my Eurovision playlist from Spotify. I listened to the songs in a random order without knowing the countries that they were from or anything. Then I made like an initial overrated, underrated shortlist. And then I went to watch the videos and the live performances of some of them. And that really changed my mind on some of them, especially on the overrated ones. There were some where I thought like, oh, this is really overrated. But then actually seeing the performance, I... I enjoyed it much more. So yeah, I would say that my list was fairly divided into a third of these are terrible, a third of these are meh, and a third of these are good. I thought there was a lot of similar sounding songs, but I quite enjoyed how many songs went into a lot of unexpected directions and had unusual like percussion and synths and, and folk instruments. Yeah, how about you? So yeah, this is the first time I have ever bothered <laughs> to listen to semi-finalists. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, I don't mind your vision. I'm not going to spend a week on it. So it <laughs> was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. I found out there seems to be a theme. Like I thought there'd be a lot of COVID 
related to songs and a, a lot of songs like I'm living behind the screen I'm wearing a mask that shades my smile Live. I thought it'd be a lot of that sort of bullshit sadly it's not really like like the main the main theme I found lyrically is dancing there's a lot of songs that talking about dance have you noticed that I did not notice that but now that you say it yes I think that's true but there, are, there might not be a lot of songs specifically referring to COVID, but in some of the music videos and in the explanation behind some of the lyrics, you do have those mentions. So I think it's there, but it's way more subtle because, I mean, imagine if it was like 50% going like, I can't breathe behind my mask, I'm far away, can't get on the plane to see my love. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be good. Wouldn't and be yeah, good. there's no one wearing masks in the videos. I struggled with mine to find a live performance for some of these Yes, because the official videos are sometimes like performances, sometimes music videos, and that will change your opinion. And on some of them, it's like, you know, I'm very intrigued to see how they're going to perform it live because it's going to, I think, be totally different. And it could be, yeah, for the worse or for the better. At this point in time, they've started to do the first rehearsals, but they're only sort of showing like a minute. Or, but it's filmed on someone's phone about a mile away. So it's really hard, <laughs> it's really hard to work out. Are they any good live? Um, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to hear the live versions of these. And then my luck, if I loved it, it will not qualify to the final. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this in our other... Because you said this is a Eurovision special. This is the second of our Eurovision specials because uh, we've done one through the ages. This is, yeah, specifically looking at 2021. So I think we can safely say, Fran, that... After this, and after watching Eurovision uh, next week, we're going to be Eurovisioned out, probably. <laughs> we are. Although I watched a YouTube clip earlier, and it did all of last year's songs compared to this year's songs. Oh, and okay. this year won 22 to 17 in favour. So we are doing a, a better year. It's also interesting. I, could, I couldn't find that sometimes. Why, for a few countries, they have changed their singer. Mm. It seems a very strange yes. situation. Like... I mean, I'm sure they're not busy. So. <laughs> well, with, with one of them, which is one of my songs, it was uh, one of the singers left and like the old singer came back. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, like, and I, I think, again, from the few people that I follow on Twitter who are Eurovision fans, it, it's like my knowledge of Eurovision outside of the context is, is very, I have to piece it together because there'll be memes and there'll be references. And I'm like, am I going to spend time trying to reset? Because there was all these jokes, um, about a certain person leaving a certain band or and I was like are they making a joke because they think it's funny is this actually happening it's, it's, yeah very I think it's 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 you know a, let's say a quirky corner of the internet <laughs> I mean now I've said this no my luck I bet one of the singers has died of COVID and I'm gonna look like a complete cunt <laughs> I mean uh, I don't know how vaccinated they are. I know that in the Netherlands, it isn't one of the quickest countries in Europe at the moment. So, uh, you know, fingers fingers crossed, everyone's safe, guys. I thought, do I go hardcore and research every single band? And I thought, no. I think I've listened to 39 songs. That is more than enough for me to do. I could go through the back catalogue on all of these bands, but come on. I mean, I'm not getting paid for this shit. Um, yeah, so, exactly. you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to listen to everyone's to compare their previous songs like I would in a normal podcast. I'm basically going face value on this song from this band. So if you're a massive Euro fan, I do apologise if I haven't done the research you may have, but I did Love my it. best. <laughs> We haven't even started and already there's caveats. Of, I'm sorry. Um, 
Yeah, so like I said, I I listened to the 39 songs, but then I probably only listened to about 12 again or 12 or 13 to to whittle it down to to my my five. And then when I got your list, there were five extra. Mm-hmm. So I went off and, and watched those, the video, because because I hadn't yet and kind of gave my opinion. But if, because I did watch Eurovision, oh, the version of Eurovision 2020, if a band had a song in Eurovision 2020, I did go and listen to it to, to compare it. So maybe I've done a little bit more work. Also, I, um, I did go and look at the lyrics as well. So. I, I do have the lyrics in front of me. Some are weirder than others my god <laughs> and some i had to go and watch an eight minute video about pagan traditions to find out what was going on <laughs> i think sometimes i wish i didn't see the translation yeah yes. i think mystery is something you need for your vision oh i think i know which one you're talking about <laughs> so so we get into this let's do it underrated Okay, I'm going to go with my first pick for the better side of Eurovision. Okay. My top five. This is my first pick. Okay. I may add a drummer. I probably won't. Um, <laughs> I am going for, I never thought I'd say these words, Bulgaria and Victoria singing Growing Up is Getting Old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have never heard of, of uh um, Victoria, like many of these entries, I believe she is from a singing contest. They always seem to be either X Factor or The Voice. Many of these people at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> that seems to be the the, the, yeah. the the way they choose most of it. Um, and which makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you've got nine singers on, but um, again, I've only seen the video to this. Um, she's obviously a beautiful young lady. Which um may have affected me um but like (laughs) but she's got quite a delicate beautiful voice and I think when I first heard it I I gave it a six out of ten and then when I went around again I heard from actually this is a pretty decent pop song and I can imagine this in the charts and some of these Eurovision songs I couldn't imagine fitting on radio maybe in the UK like Mm. sometimes you think okay they put in these oddities just to stand out on your vision but mm-hmm. it feels like she isn't relying on a gimmick like there's no key chains at the end there's no massive like ah! sort of note <laughs> there's no dance routine it's just basically just relying on the song and I think it's a well-crafted song um it reminds me of like uh Natasha Bedingfield or early Nelly Furtado could get away with this Really? Yeah. Not, yeah. Not not in my opinion, but I I'll give my opinion in a second. <laughs> and I, and I th- I think her voice isn't overcomplicated. It's true. She comes across as a as a decent pop artist. And the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Again, I've only seen the video, and it's a, also it's a very well made video, which could help. Yes. I don't know if it, it if it's just her and a microphone on stage, it may not have enough to push her through. It, it it depends on how she's going to perform it because it's quite a low key pop song there's no highlight it'd be interesting how she would do on the live stage so I don't think she can win it because I don't think she has enough but saying that you know the Portuguese guy was quite yeah. no low key and Duncan Lawrence yeah, yeah. so w- w- yeah. so I'm assuming you're not on on board Bulgaria so for the songs that you gave I guessed if you thought it was going to be overrated or underrated and I thought you would have thought this was overrated so I'm I'm surprised at this uh this first ah. pick for me, I didn't get Nelly Furtado uh, or Natasha Baddingfield at all. I got Billie Eilish. Um, I thought it was, uh, for, it kind of felt for me 
like a Billie Eilish ripoff. Mm-hmm. And as was her song from last year, because she was also in, in 2020, she had mm-hmm. a song called Tears Getting Sober. And I prefer that song to, to this one. So it, for me, it was definitely in, in the third that was meh. Like I didn't dislike it, but I didn't, I wasn't kind of blown away by it. And I felt like, you know, having done this very methodically, I really felt that so many of these songs were written for Eurovision, if that makes sense. Whereas others, and I feel like a lot of my picks, it's like, this wasn't written for Eurovision. It was just like, there was a band, they had some songs and, you know, they, they put themselves forward. So, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's nice enough. And, and the, the video is like a short film, you know, and it starts with this guy being like, oh, you know, Eurovision 2020 is cancelled. And she, then she's in like a, a childhood home or something. And it's very kind of emotional. Um, but yeah, I think you're right that I don't know how that's going to come mm. across. You know, are they going to replicate the video in the background or, or something like that? Are they going to have dancers? Um, I'm not sure. So I would agree that probably she's she's going to do, I would say like, yeah, top half, but but not win. I have um, had a look at the current odds. Mm-hmm. They keep changing. Oh, I'm glad you did because I didn't. <laughs> well, they keep changing. And now they've done the first rehearsals, it's changed again. And she's mm-hmm. currently the fifth favourite. So therefore, yeah. it, she may have done a decent live performance. So mm. we will find out sometime next week. Yeah, I did enjoy the lyrics, playing Tetris with my feelings. Yeah, I, did, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's nice to hear Tetris mentioned. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, when it's a young woman who probably hasn't, play Tetris on the Game Boy like I certainly did it was uh it was very nice um but have you seen do you know the comedian Josh Weller yeah yeah have you seen the video of him where it's like trying to decode singers in the 2020s where it's like and like I, I couldn't when I heard this song I couldn't help but think of that video I again I would put a link in the show notes to understand but unfortunately now when I hear like I quite like Billy Eilish but when I, I do hear stuff like that or these kind of voices that are a little bit you know, mumbly. I can't help but think of that. I am. Um, so I don't know enough about Irish. I, I I know her Bond theme and her big single and the bad guy of it. Um, mm-hmm. So, but what is interesting when I've looked at these songs is that a lot of the better ones have co-writes from Swedish people, which I didn't know was allowed. Oh, of course. So I thought you had to have it written by your country owner. So she's no. so she's she's written it alongside someone called Helena Larsson and Oliver Bjorkfell, who I, <laughs> well, I assume might be Swedish, maybe. <laughs> yeah i mean we all know that the swedes can definitely write a lot of pop and uh, yeah we've talked about before kind of what countries invest in that and yeah maybe bulgaria is one of them underrated so who's your uh, first pick roop with the discotheque so they were also in 2020 uh with a song called on fire it had similar vibes with the same band the same dancers the same kind of outfits but it wasn't as memorable and as camp as this one this is actually i knew this song from before because some of my friends that sent it to me been like oh my god have you seen lithuania's entry i can't help but love it you know i was really like is this really going to be one of my top five but i'm like yeah the it's everything it's the catchiness of the song the the performance of it i think it's really good i think it's going to be really good on the night i love the shuka shaka shuka before the podcast i sent you a song by this ukrainian band called kazaki yeah which it reminded me of which is one of the campest music videos you'll ever see and it, it reminded me of that because it's these kind of very muscular men but they they're dressed in like high heels and someone and on, on youtube did a good comment saying has lady gaga's backing dancers escaped and made us made their own song <laughs> 
But you know, that song is 10 years old. Is it really? That song is 10 years old. And I was like, if that if they entered Eurovision today, I think they'd be serious contenders. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted you to see it because it, it did remind me of that. And I thought you'd be quite entertained. So, so yeah, that was one of my top five. Well, this is interesting because this was on my first top five best songs. Mm. But I feel the gimmick dies off each time I listen to it. So the first time you hear it, it's oh, this is this is brilliant. This is very Eurovision. And then by the third mm. time, I was like, oh, this is going to get annoying. So that's why I mm. just slipped down a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's ultra camp. It, it reminded me of uh, Fisher Spooner. Remember them? Yeah. Yeah, that's all. No need to emerge from nothing. But with mm-hmm. um, Louis Spence, anyone know that? That's the least. <laughs> Uh, Louis Spence is a very camp choreographer who, if you don't know him, look him up. That's really funny. And I can't stop seeing Louis Spence. I kept waiting for him to do a uh, cat impression. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, like, I like the dance routines. Like there's like uh, a guy and a girl dancing behind him doing like quite cool moves. Like, yeah, he does that finger dancing. There's some nice robot nicks breakdown in it. Uh, mm. But yeah, I just kept thinking, this is fine when I'm watching a Eurovision final. If it's the first time I heard it and I was watching the final, it would stick out. And I think, yeah, I'm loving that one. And I think, unfortunately, now I've heard it without the video three, four times. I think, oh, mm. actually, this is a bit of a gimmick. But I, yeah. I was trying to think, though, like, we always have this cliche Eurovision, like, song on our head. It has to be, like, you know, all camp and dancey and, and cheesy. But has there change. been many cheesy poppy songs winning it at all recently recently i would say not so much hmm. but, but sometimes they do quite well like i i didn't watch eurovision i think in 2009 i have a feeling i was on a plane somewhere i was traveling somewhere and so i couldn't see it but alexander reback from norway the violin guy won it and hmm. i that was he was he was very annoying he was very very annoying and i, I again one of those winners where i'm like oh really you know i don't i don't really know any of the other singers from that and when i went to see eurovision in lisbon in 2018 so i went to the i think the first semi-final i was there kind of in the arena watching it live and he was back he was the first act and i was like fuck off alexander i'm, I'm sorry i'm sure he's a very nice guy i don't know why he stirs such deep emotions i think he just has this very oh I'm so I'm so innocent and charming vibe and I, I don't trust him and th- th- actually a few of my picks and, and your picks I don't trust them I don't trust them at all I think it's very fake but like yeah like, um, but yeah. in the UK we imagine like scoots or steps would be perfect mm. your vision but I don't think most bands actually these days would win it but yeah because even Netta you know who won for Israel you know with uh mm. I'm not your toy you stupid boy like it, it, it was quirky campy but it wasn't cheesy like it still was like reasonably well-produced pop yeah. so yeah i think you're right there it's not like butlin's holiday camp um pop music yeah i, I think shit ballads are more likely to win than cheesy pop and i guess that's the traditional i guess you know back in the yep. day as we heard recently in our, on our previous podcast the ballad mm-hmm. was the king or queen for many years absolutely <laughs> until yeah. abba came along i think overrated Speaking of annoying, I'm going to go to Germany with, is it Jendrik or Jendrik? Jendrik. Jendrik. Fuck me. I'm not a violent person, but if I could punch the screen, it'd be this boy. I feel exactly. I see. I thought though this one was going to be later because that was also on mine. 
Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's like he, he makes Jason Morris look edgy. Like, it's every, like, every cliche in there. Like, he has, it's like a ukulele at start, and then he has, like, some whistling, and then he's got a bit of tap dancing, and then he's got a trumpet. And it's like, I don't know if, if they're going for the TikTok generation, because obviously I've only seen the video in the, in the laundrette, and it's got lots of, like, wacky dancing, and lots of girling for the camera. And Norman dressed up as a middle finger. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, like... Isn't isn't the lyric like something like wiggle me the middle finger and I won't I won't wiggle back at you or something is the chorus. So, so you can wiggle with that middle finger, it'll never wiggle back to you. Uh, but there is some excellent pun punnage. I don't know if you picked up on this. He says, I really don't care that you want to bash me. Do it with flair and I'll let you be. I'll let you be common, Eileen. Oh, like come on, Eileen. <laughs> There's no kids we even know anymore. So, uh, oh, I said, so, so look, who actually wrote that song? Did he actually write that song? He did write that song by himself completely. I, I, I possibly with someone else. And is he? Is he? Is he? I read that he is a YouTuber. They chose, and he's different from last year. They changed it up, didn't they? Well, so I, I loved reading the YouTube comments on on all the videos. So everyone just kept t- referring to him as the German PewDiePie, um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, I I agree with you. This this was what, one of my overrated as well, and it was incredibly annoying. And I don't know who this boy is. You know, I I wish him well, but it was very annoying. It, it, a very annoying song. And the thing is, it's like I don't want to be one of those where it's like, oh, I know, blah blah. He's so woke. I actually quite like the fact that it's you know clearly like a diverse cast of people that he's brought together to like sing and dance in this laundrette, but it just felt very pushed, like mm. very, again, fake. I don't believe it. I, I think he goes home and does cat off his dick. I don't believe <laughs> that he is a lovely guy who cares about everyone. I might cut that out. But um, <laughs> do you know I mean, it doesn't feel <laughs> honest. So I don't know. I might be wrong. Uh, well, I mean, all that Wikipedia said about his personal life was generate lives in Hamburg with his boyfriend. Well, yeah, good for him. But uh he says, you can wiggle with that middle finger, it'll never wiggle back to you, which is in direct contrast with one of my underrated picks, which is Dark Side by Blind Channel. The the Finnish, what they call themselves violent pop. Uh, I wrote down electro metal rap pop. Oh, and the song starts with, put your middle fingers up. So I was like, well, clearly this is the two sides of Eurovision in one. Like, oh, they need to have those songs. Um, back, back, yeah, I'm they, they really do. I mean, so Jenrik, obviously, so Jenrik is German. Uh, so he will he will be in the final because Germany are one of the one of the big five, uh, but everyone else that we've mentioned so far isn't guaranteed, and yeah, neither are this band because they're they're finished. Underrated. This is possibly my favorite song. It's really funny because again, like I said to you, I was listening to this without knowing the country or anything. I just put shuffle on Spotify and I wasn't looking at my computer. I was like, oh yeah, these guys, like they sound a little bit, there's something a bit bomb funk MCs about them. And I was like, oh, they're finished. Great. Fantastic. They're blending so many different genres because it is sort of metal, but also Linkin Park, but also rap, but also pop. And I mean, the lyrics are very emo. So in my pitch black paradise, don't want to cry. I got to get paradise. My body is my weapon. So I keep it loaded. Uh, Living that life on the dark side, like the 27 club headshot. We don't want to grow up. Okay. All right. You know, like I'm, I don't, those lyrics don't resonate with me as much now that I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit older, but I, I think the music is absolutely banging and I don't think they're going to get through. I really hope they do. I mean, so, sometimes these kind of the heavier songs do, 
but yeah for me they're, they're absolutely my favorite see this almost made my bottom five i was surprised that it didn't i i thought i thought it might have because i i, I said is this 2021 or 2001? Because <laughs> yeah. this is short trousers and a DJ. I was not expecting this. And yeah, God damn it. It like, it does seem a bit cliche. Like the guitar player keeps poking his tongue out <laughs> and doing that shaky hand thing that did back in the day. Like you can't see. Like, 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 the, yeah, like, like, like they burnt their fingers doing that kind of shit. They all went black. Black's yes. cool. Then we've got Makeup. cool long hair. Yeah. yeah and like, it does seem like an, an angry Christian team who came back from download, like trying to write aggressive looks, but not too aggressive. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, and I, I kind of yeah. felt like, you know, is this Lord's, is it Lord, is it, was it Lord's the, Lordy. Uh, metal band? Lordy. Lordy. Is this Lordy's legacy? Because <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure they'd be pissed off. Well, the thing, like, you know, metal is huge, like huge, huge, huge in Finland more than, than anywhere else. Like I know metal is, yeah. but not... <laughs> Metal, not. <laughs> I mean, but that's it. Both this and Lordy, it's like metal, but with a twist. You know, like mm. camp metal or or kind of pop metal. So, like, listen, I will totally agree with you on on the lyrics. But I like, even like you know, corn used to go. Yeah. They even have the bit for the roll, mate. I think so because I wasn't really into that music at the time. Mm. For me, it it doesn't feel like definitely Linkin Park. That's the the biggest thing, especially yeah, with the with the DJ and Incubus, I guess. For me, it is modern enough for it to not annoy me, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was it was very original, um, and I enjoyed you think it. Think it will get to the final? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if Hatari in Iceland can, then maybe this one can. But it, it really it really depends, I think, because I think. There is a bit of pop sensibility there. Like it is catchy. You know, I, I, obviously I've listened to it now three or four times and, and Left Outside Alone, the Anastasia cover. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's... Like it's... It really it really stays in your head. So maybe, but I'm not I'm not keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe you can do like a metal song once in your vision and get away with it. I think now people won't be that impressed anymore. I'll be, su- I'll be surprised. I, I, don't, I think that looking at the odds... It's quite low down. Yeah, I'm not on the list to, to get through to the final. I'm not surprised. Well, that's that also that's kind of also why I wanted to mention them because I, you know, I think maybe even more than you do, really. So so few times to do the. I, I think this is probably it's probably my favorite or kind of tied, uh, and it just it really happens that they they get very close. So yeah. Underrated. Okay, so this is my um, other favourite, um, although I am not going to be pronounced this, so I might need you to help me, please. Oh, G. G John's Tears. G. John's Tears, and is it Tout l'univers? Tout l'univers. Tout l'univers. Yeah. Which means... All the universe. All the universe. Yeah. And... Yeah, I mean, are you surprised that I love this? Uh, no, I guessed that you would pick this as unrated. So good. I'm getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think this is quite cliche your vision, but I think it's a very well-made song. Um, he even has that high note, which people love, so they can applaud that halfway through the song. Mm, um, it's 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 
it's got quite a diverse voice. It's very dramatic. It's got a lot of emotion. I think we'll win the crowd over. Um, although I did find a live performance of him doing this by himself on a piano, and it was nowhere near as good as the uh, recorded version. So it'll be very interesting to see which direction he goes on the day because he needs to have for a dramatic band, he needs to have the production behind it. Um, when it's stripped down, it does seem a bit, um, you know, boy's own. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm hoping that he does um, perform better on a day. But interesting, a lot of people say that his song from last year was better. Way better, yeah. Was it really? Yes, way better. Répondez-moi. I, I much preferred it. I, I thought this, he, he obviously has a great voice and, and there is a slick production, but I, I thought this was a lot blander than, than Répondez-moi from last year. It starts off bland, but I think it grows as it goes along, and I really like the ending of it. So, it's, it's, it's yeah, like I said, it's 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 quite cliche modern day Eurovision, um, and yeah, I think this is in the top three favorites to win the day. Oh, really? Okay, mm. interesting. Yeah, so this this one for me falls falls in the middle. Um, I actually got him confused with the French entry from last year, who was this very, very handsome guy, but who also did like a very bland song. And then I was like, oh no, it's the other guy singing in French. I listened to this and I was like, Meh. and then I, I went to listen to Répondé Moi and I was like, oh yeah, that, that's a shame because I actually feel that most of the bands who have come back, their songs are better. But this this one, yeah, not so much for me. And as French speakers are want to do, the lyrics are very dramatic. Did you look them up? I, I did, but also this, this is interesting. The last time a French language song won was Céline Dion. That doesn't surprise me. It's been a long time. Yeah. He also was doing Switzerland. Yeah, yeah I thought, I'm surprised it's taken that long to, for a uh, French song. Yeah, I, again, I, I wonder, the French dominance, the French language dominance has changed. Like in, in Portugal, for example, my, my grandparents, the second language that they learned at school was French. And it was only in my parents' generation that English was the was the second language. So yeah, as as English has dominated more, again, like maybe maybe yeah, maybe less people speak French. Or I thought this the lyrics made me dislike it even more because it's like I haven't I haven't really delved into well, it. I, I looked up like what it means, but I haven't actually read the lyrics well, in, Fran, in English. The whole universe, our two hearts under the earth, in the middle of the cracks where everything explodes, be at the point of impact without you. What will become of our breaths if they stay on the edge? This love that twists us. I see pieces of you behind us and what the pain has done to me. Yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. For me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're saying that he's one of the favourites. That doesn't surprise me. But yeah, personally, I thought this one was really in the middle. And Switzerland like to be in the middle. So it's perfect. Yeah, they, they like to be. Yeah, it was really interesting. The, the fact that my dad was saying, if, you know, Switzerland, you know, they sang in Italian when... When Italy wasn't there, so so there we go. Maybe they're singing in French to kind of bolster it a bit more. Underrated. So I will go for Shum by Go A. So I remember these guys from last year. They had um, the excellent song Solove. I thought this one was even better. It speeds up and slows down multiple times. I think, you know, we talked in our last episode about how Italy often have very good songs. I think Ukraine very often also also have good songs. The video, I called it steampunk female Adam and the Ants dancing in the, in the forest. And, and yeah, it is quite repetitive and her voice is not, 
like it's like a harsh voice but I I really love it and then I went to look at the lyrics and I was like what because the way that the Google Translate translated them it, it made zero sense like it didn't translate all the words so I had to go and watch an eight minute video by I think he's like a Ukrainian professor of English explaining the song so shum means noise and it is about inviting the springtime in there's this pagan tradition where you invite the shum the spirit of shum in and yeah there's a lot of kind of nuances and symbolism in the song uh and it's all about yeah in our shuma there is a green fur coat the girls were walking their fur coats were torn sewing blowing hemp because apparently there's like hemp plants in ukraine this eyelash this eyelash greenish and green periwinkle uncovered and i was just like what's going on but yeah apparently it's like girls are dancing around around break the fur coat of the spirit who is sleeping and keeping nature still during the winter and now spring is here you welcome them in and in the video i i, I still haven't seen the film midsummer but he said that like what's going on in midsummer is not a, you know a million miles away from what's going on here so yeah that made me like it even more i just thought like you know catchy song interesting you know i've, I've learned about ukrainian folk history now and um and very catchy what did you think her technique is uh, called white voice, apparently. Oh, I didn't know that. that weird technique. And um, I've noticed on YouTube, this um, video has the most amount of reactions videos to it. Oh, really? <laughs> big, big, like, especially to like Americans. Everyone seems very interested in what Americans think of Eurovision. Mm. Um, I guess, yeah, it's kind of like budget Mad Max, isn't it, the video? <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> With some, like, you know, freaky dancing at the end. Um yeah. No, yeah, I actually like this. This this, this was a contender. Mm, I thought you might not like this actually. No, it's weird because it is it is catchy, isn't it? It's, it's like the end of it. It sort of speeds up as it goes along, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought it would be a good game for musical chairs. <laughs> as it speeds up at the end. <laughs> yeah. So, so apologies to go either, but yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. I mean, you know, I'm a fan of seeing a penny whistle. <laughs> yes. So the Ukraine interval act. In 2017, it was an electro band playing with a traditional orchestra. There mm-hmm. were some mad instruments. There's like these horns that are like the length of my living room, a drum with like a kind of tassel that you pull through and it makes a noise. And it did remind me of that a bit again, where it's like, yeah, you clearly have this kind of throbbing beat, but there's this flute and I think there's probably other traditional instruments and uh, yeah, stuff that we don't know about because we don't know about Ukrainian folk music. But yeah, I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think that this would do well. I think if they have a great stagecraft, like people dancing, like doing a video, mm. I think it would do well. I did listen to the song from last year and it's not as good at all. This is a much better song. So I, I think this will get to the final, definitely. Yeah, I watched I watched the Solovey again from last year and she doesn't sound completely in tune, the video mm. that I saw. So I was just like, please, please, I hope that like, you know, you've got, you're drinking your honey and your lemon because she, she has a very powerful voice. So when it's used well, I think I think it will be amazing, like you say, and especially if there's that staging too. Hopefully they will be riding on a car on the way in. <laughs> Overrated. I will go for one of my least favourite ones. I'm, I'm a bit nervous about hurting someone's feelings right now. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I think so. I know where we're going, yeah. I've gone for Portugal with a black man singing Love is on my side. And am I right in saying this is the first ever English entry ever. for Portugal? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It's good Paolo isn't is, here right now. 
this is a, this is a horrible dad rock. It's like top loader, and it's just so so dull. I, I can imagine it's some some sort of Sunday brunch chill out, <laughs> and I just don't think it's at all for your vision. It's really dated, and what who's going to enjoy this apart from like a, a sixty year old man? You say that. You say that. I remember when the Netherlands, I think, came second with like a country and western ballad, like a really bad. Yeah, I think I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah and I and, it, and I, when I just saw it kept doing well, I was like, who is voting for this? I th- I think I think there is an audience for this. I, th- I think there, I think there is quite low down as well on, on the um on the betting yeah. of the song. It's in the bottom five, but yeah, that's a, a really odd choice for Portugal, who've done quite well recently. Are you angry that they've? gone away from the language of Portugal? No, I think given that it's the first time, I I think again, you know, we had this language discussion. I I get it, but yes, I am surprised that if you're going to go for for singing in English, why something like this? I I do agree. This this almost also made my bottom five, and I I would have get I guess correctly that you thought it was overrated. And lyrically, like lovers on my side. Oh, but you know Come the story. On, Did you read about the story? Oh, go on. Are, are they quite a known band in Portugal? No, do you know them? I, no, I'd never heard of them before. So the lyrics are about a real life woman they met in the red light district in Amsterdam. But yeah, I find it very funny that what I feel is still absolutely quintessentially Portuguese is it finishes on a very, very melancholic note because the whole, the whole thing is like, Oh, you know, she had, she was chasing blind love and a bunch of broken dreams, but then she was setting her body on a dirty cold floor. But she, and then they say, yeah, she told us that she never gave up. She believes that love was with her all the time, but then it ends with like, love is on my side. Love is on my side. Maybe not tonight. <laughs> It's like, well, right, you know, like, very, again, very Portuguese, you know, because the, the traditional Portuguese music, Favo, is very depressing. Um, and I feel like it is, you know, I sometimes Portuguese people get lumped in as like, oh, they're Mediterranean and fun and party animals. And it's like, there definitely is that side, but like, there is also this very melancholy side. So I, I did laugh that like, even though the song's in English, even though it's in a genre that I would say is not particularly popular in Portuguese, there's still that kind of melancholy lyricism coming in. But yeah, I think... Well, I didn't like it when I heard it as a song. And then when I saw the performance, I was like, oh, like it just it somehow makes it worse seeing it live. Oh, yeah, the backing band looks so smug. And the guy on the bass is even doing the whole like bass nod and like <laughs> smiling. Like, <laughs> like, all right, dad. <laughs> all right, dad. Sorry, sorry, Portugal. I mean, I always hope you do well for the for the sake of it being Portugal, but um, but yeah, I don't think it I was, was waiting for you to put the UK as your um, uh, <laughs> overrated. No, I, I didn't shoot. No, that, again, fine. I think I, I yeah, literally put a, fine. It really is just fine. It's just a really average song. Underrated. So what's your next pick? My next pick. Uh, well, speaking of countries that I have lived in slash and from, Hooverphonic, The Wrong Place, uh-huh. Belgium. So do you know Hooverphonic? Because they are actually a, a reasonably well-known band in the trip-hop world. I've heard of Hooverskank. Skank. <laughs> not Hooverphonic. <laughs> uh, no, very, very different. So I, the Mad About You uh, is their most famous song. I think if you heard it, you would know it. So, so yeah, go, go check it out. So they always sing in English, yeah? Yes, as, as many, as I would say most Belgian, Belgian especially Flemish bands do. I much prefer this to their song from last year. It was released and it was like a very forgettable ballad. And this is the one where, yeah, the original singer, whose name I'm going to I'm gonna really mispronounce, but I think it's like Geike Arnatz is, is her name. Sorry, I know. I Listen, I learned Dutch for three months. Clearly not enough. 
but the fact that she was back she's the woman who sings on mad about you the video where she's like an older woman having a good time i enjoyed it and yeah this was i wrote this was the 13th song i listened to and this was the first one that i felt wasn't composed for eurovision you know similar with with going and with um blind channel as well it's like oh it's just you know it's a band that has a song and and it felt very original and who would have thought don't you ever dare to wear my johnny cash t-shirt would be so catchy and and repetitive um I think it's an ironic title as well. It's called The Wrong Place. I feel like, is that a bit tongue-in-cheek? Are they in, are they in the wrong place? And I really enjoyed the Miss Havisham vibes of the music video where she's like in a wedding dress, but like alone in a house going mad. And then at the end, the guy who she slept with, his, his head's cut on the floor. Like, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's, a good, it's a good song, good concept, and I'm looking forward to seeing it stage live. Yeah, apparently um, it's a play on these boots made for walking. Apparently it's a, ah, okay. a good inspiration form. Um, I wonder if Johnny Cash t-shirts are going to sell big this year <laughs> in Belgium. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to wear, or like the band's going to wear Johnny Cash t-shirts. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's when you say it, Johnny Cash t-shirt, like it is, there's something about it. Like it is, uh, it sticks in the mind. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think like the two lyrics that popped out for me on the first round of listening to these was a uh, Tetris mm. and Johnny Cash t-shirt <laughs> stuck out for me. Do you know the band from Canada called Metric? Yes, I do. Yeah, it might be a bit, a bit of Metric. Yeah. Um, they're slower songs. But again, I agree with you, like, this is no way for your vision. Mm-hmm. And I'd be surprised if this goes well at all. Mm-hmm. Because it's quite again it's quite a restrained vocal like mm-hmm. there's no like theatrical singing like you know the, the chorus isn't that different from, from the verse mm-hmm. it's a quite it's quite a, a simple track um yeah there's, there's no there's no gimmicks it's just got a quite a cool vocal mm-hmm. but she's got great it's cool vocals it's cool vocals what they want in your vision mm. or do they want a fancy vocal but again I, the fact I've she's an older woman i'm like i think mm. she's probably the only one right i think compared to to everyone else um yeah I, I feel like there's a chance there to stand out and I don't know if they will uh but I, obviously I hope so because yeah gosh let's look this up now when how many times has Belgium watched one Eurovision <laughs> but if you're saying that they're quite a well-known band is that going to help in your well so I would say uh th- they're a well-known band in the trip hop world so they toured I think with Porter said and Tricky and all that because yeah. they they are from from that area they've been around for ages I can I can see everyone singing don't you ever dare to wear my Johnny Cash t-shirt you know like uh, almost like people holding up you know packets or whatever so yeah I, I really hope they do well but where are they in the in the betting so Belgium is not in the top 10 mm. that's always showing me at the moment saying the I mean the bottom 10 the top 10 so it means that they're in the middle, in middle. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle. Do, do you know what the favorite is um I, so is it the French no yeah yeah it's a French one yeah, yeah. which could not be more French if I tried yeah it's, it's, it'd be like England, so sorry, a bit racist. Be like UK <laughs> releasing a, releasing a Chas and Dave track talking about being down a pub. That's how French is going to be. It's like because it's called Voila. Yeah, I I I'm looking at the notes because I did make notes on all the songs, even though I didn't go back. It's like yeah, it's like Edith um, be there, sort of like ballad Voila. Yeah, I, I put modern French chanson. Fine, she has a great voice, and I enjoyed the way it sped up, but it's not for me. Yeah, I was shocked to hear that. That's, it's four to one. Seconds, Malta. Oh yeah, which that everyone, Malta almost made my uh, my top five. Well, everyone's saying that last year was it was a better song for Malta. 
Ah, uh, see, because because she wasn't on the list, I didn't listen to her song from last year. But uh, but yeah, but yeah, with Belgium, I mean, fin- fingers crossed. You made it halfway. Thank you for listening to the first forty-five minutes. Can you listen to another 45? Of course you can, because you bloody love us. Yeah, I think by the time we recorded this, I had, again, changed my mind a few times, and I probably wouldn't have included a couple of the ones I put on the playlist, but there's just too many songs and not enough time. So, let's check out our next picks with part two. Underrated. So, my next favourite is Ireland, mm. one of the most popular countries in Eurovision history, mm-hmm. with Leslie Roy singing maps, and um, Ireland always do very well. And again, they have a, another a well-crafted pop song. But my question is, is, if Ireland do so well in Eurovision, why are they not many big irish pop bands well i mean it's a small country right mm. and i feel like for for the size of the country that is you know you've got you two you've got crap i guess it, it's more bands rather than pop stars right because yeah but they're quite older aren't they you, you, you two and west Side and boys are talking over 20 years ago oh god yeah we are aren't we um but i i would say ireland is such a small country that i think if you're a band you there is an infrastructure there but if you want to be a pop star you're competing with people in the UK and in the US where there's just, yeah, a much bigger infrastructure. And I don't know if you know the podcast, An Irish Man Abroad. No. Uh, have you heard of it with Jarlath Regan? Um, it's quite interesting because he basically, I think it, it's now opened up a bit more, but he interviews Irish people who had to go abroad or, you know, who live abroad to become famous, like very often sort of actors and comedians and stuff like that. Mm. And I think with a lot of Irish people, it's like, yeah, they have to they have to move outside of Ireland to make it big, so to say. But yeah, um, I just put, put down, this to me is not necessarily your vision. I think this is a very modern pop song. You know, it's got great strings, it's got great tribal drums. It has that, that bit, bit, a bit of a cliche now. When they do the chorus about any percussion, and then on the second line, for them bringing in the, in the drums to give it a bit of a, of a, of a pop. Um, mm. So that it works well. I mean, yeah, it, it's not original in, in any sense, but I think she's got a very strong voice. Um, again, it's not one of those annoying voices when she twists around and all the nose. It's just a clear, strong, cool vocal. It's not complicated. It's not cheesy. And last year she did a another big pop song and she said she wanted to hold back a little bit from doing an obvious pop song. So she's gone from a little bit of a, a cooler vibe. Um, the video is obviously because it's um, her running through uh, the Irish countryside. Yeah, it's an island tourism board uh, <laughs> yeah. advert. Yeah, yeah. Come, come to Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, again, obviously in the video, it's just her by herself. What's she going to do on stage? Is it going to be a live band? Or is it just going to be her? I can't see this not getting to the final. I think that um, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's, I don't think I will be annoyed by it in 10 more listens time or by the time I see it, I see it on the final. How about you? Um, so you, you probably heard my intake of breath because this was also on my list. 
as overrated. Ah. <laughs> I, this was one of my least favorite songs. And I, I like I, I lis- had to listen to it a few times to be like, am I really going to put this in? Because as I said at the beginning, with the overrated, I changed my mind on a, on a lot of them. And yeah, one of my kind of honorable mentions at the end, I've totally changed my mind on a song after after watching the video of it because yeah, then you then you learn the backstory. But I just I think the song is so bland. Like the the video is very nice, but I I don't I don't feel she has a personality. I I also didn't like her song "Story of My Life," and again I feel like I should because it is again like you know she's there in a video with a diverse cast of people. Uh, you know, and again it, it's meant to be about authenticity, but I I just don't buy it for a second. Um, and I don't think it is just because obviously when you see maps, you think of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously this is not it. But no, I, I'm sorry, Fran. This is uh, one of my least favorites. I, know, I, I can see why people wouldn't like it, because when I first heard it, it was like, oh, you know, OK. <laughs> and then it's, it's on repeat listening. But I said, OK, like, this could be on the radio and I, I, and I, I wouldn't turn over. Mm. Um, so I think I've gone for songs which I don't think will annoy me as much which is why <laughs> i put things like germany at the bottom <laughs> yeah i mean again i'm surprised at my there is there are quite a few power ballads that could have i could have very happily chucked in here i don't know what it was about this one i think it just in a way i was i was more insulted by the blandness of it than a power ballad because at least with the power ballads there's you know there's a bit of excitement going on whereas with this i was just it again it, it felt very meh to me but i i do think she's a potential winner i don't know where where she is on the betting but i i think this will actually do quite well um like yes she's, she's not in the top 10 or bottom 10 so she's just gonna be a roundabout i guess like she, she's quite a striking woman um yeah. like in the story of uh, my life video she's got like her hair slicked back and she's wearing a pink suit and when 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 it started i was like oh okay like maybe maybe this one's better and then it wasn't and i was like oh yeah i just i don't know what it is sometimes it just doesn't click and i'm sorry leslie but i just don't click with you i'm sure you're devastated i'm sorry leslie <laughs> <laughs> i mean does this show the quality of the music for your vision that this is my top five is another question <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i said that i thought a third were good how is that lower for you I mean, I, I literally scored every single one. And then I, then I went back to the ones I gave like above a seven and the ones I gave below a four to mm-hmm. choose my. And yeah, I probably gave 20 about a six out of 10. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, that's all right. In the middle. Overrated. If we're going into if we're going into songs that are on both our lists, then I want to hear what you think about the Danish entry. And I tried to look up how this is pronounced. I think it's Firoflama. Oh God, Oveos Pahin. No, it's not. It's not that. I'm sorry, but the, let's just say the Danish entry. I, I did put it several times, but it was like an hour ago, and I I can't remember because this was on your list. So, yeah. do you think this is overrated or underrated? I'm gonna shock you. And okay. I, this is on my top five. Oh no! See, that doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> oh, I thought. Really? Yeah, I, I yeah. For me, unfortunately, overrated. But um, because right, okay. So a lot of jokes were being made about how like it's a topsy turvy Eurovision when Denmark are singing in Danish for the first time since 1997. Because yeah, very mm. often like the Scandinavians and the Nordics uh, are often singing in English, and Portugal's the singing in English. I wanted to like it because you know the, the the guys in the video look quite charming, but it's for me. I, I think I feel similarly to to what you feel about the Finnish entry. It's too retro. 
Like it's, it's too much of a throwback. It's not like on the one hand, it could be like, Oh, you know, introducing that kind of seventies music and ABBA-esque music to a new generation. Fine. But it's not modern enough for me, for me. And it's a bit twee. And in, in the video, he's not singing in tune. So I, for all those reasons, that's, that's why I, I didn't pick it. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely want to hear what you think. And then let's talk about the lyrics because they are dodgy. So literally on my Amazon playlist, I had um, The Root, the, the Lithuanian one in my top yeah. five. Mm-hmm. And then last minute, I then listened to the Lithuanian one again and thought, oh, this is going to get a bit annoying after a while. And I quickly changed it to Denmark. So I only oh. just got in there. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. When I first heard it, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then by the fourth time, I thought, actually, like sonically, I quite enjoy the uh, the synth strings. And it mm-hmm. does sound a little bit like Tragedy by the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. the, the backing music. Mm-hmm. Again, it's one of those weird bands when it's like a guy and two guys, one singing, one playing guitar, but you can't hear barely any guitar in his heart song. Yeah. It's all keyboards. I, I remember in um in in the Finnish entry and in the Ukrainian entry, in, in their respective videos, the guitarists are like jumping up and down and going like rah and it's like, um, I can't can't really hear your instrument there. Well, even in my notes, I put it's very 80s and it's very basic pop, but I think it will do well for some reason. I but then after I, but then after I chose like my top five, I then sort of like went on YouTube and, and listened to some like Euro hardcore fans and what their picks are, and a lot of people think this is terrible. Oh, okay, that surprises me. So I think I've backed a shit horse. But no, I I I think because again of my pessimism and and also kind of past experience. Very often the songs that I don't like are the ones that do it. And I think the retro flavor of it, I mean, I guess it depends on who is the jury and who is voting for it. Like, I actually don't know what the age range for Eurovision is. Mm. I reckon there is an older contingent, you know, like uh, like Paolo and others. Um, and I, I think if you're the kind of person who enjoys that retro throwback, like this, to me, this sounds like a Eurovision song from another, yeah, from another millennium, literally. Um, if you like that kind of thing, I think it's going to do well. I think if they if they if he sings better on the night, I, I he he's really sang not that, that much in tune on the video that I saw. So maybe maybe with a different performance it could be a bit better, but um yeah. Overrated. Let's go for Russia. Oh yeah. You think this is overrated, don't you? Yeah, okay. So let's imagine. I am going for the music here because obviously I don't speak Russian. So when you listen to this, without a fucking clue what they're on about, this is not my bag whatsoever. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Um, I don't even like the, the backing singers and, and their dance moves. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I watched it twice and thought, wow. I mean, it's odd because obviously when you think of Russia, you don't expect to have this as an entry like mm-hmm. it's not like a, a blonde haired blue-eyed man thinking about loving putin you know <laughs> but then again you know like russia have had some very left field um mm-hmm. choices over mm-hmm. the past five years which is not what you expect from russia in a cliche like obviously last year um little big were one of the favorites yes. to win the whole competition weren't they they were a- fantastic along- yeah alongside iceland and you know they've had so many viral videos across europe 
I think that the video you sent me for last year has mm-hmm. already hit 200 million on YouTube. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I wanted to discuss it with you because uh, I was really... So I also picked the song as one of my favorites, so we, we can get into that. But <laughs> I, I, I was really sad that they went back because absolutely that's one of those ones where I'm like, where else are we going to be introduced to something like this outside of Eurovision? Like I'd, I'd really have to, to look for it. Although they do, um, they've collaborated with the Estonian rapper, Tommy Cash, who's also collaborated with Charlie XCX and a bunch of other people. So maybe I would have got there, but um, I yeah. think you cause that's, I, I knew little big because they had that weird song. Well, which, which one? <laughs> Hold on, I'll see if I can find it. So yeah, it's, you know, like but you knew them st- before Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not. It's called, I can't pronounce it. It's, it has 552 million views. Oh, wow. Okay. It's called Skibbity. Oh, Skibbity. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And that came out two years ago. So I knew that because it's one of those viral, weird, fucked up videos. Yeah. So yeah. And because of that, I, I, I can imagine they would have maybe had a chance of winning Eurovision last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, although I think again, I, I was going to discuss this. I said I think Iceland would have maybe won, yes. or um, there would have been some of the favourites. But um, but yes, w- when I saw this, when I saw that this was on your list, I thought for sure France put this as, as overrated, and I haven't. No, this was this was absolutely one of my favourites. I mean, I also didn't know obviously what the hell was going on because I don't speak Russian. There's there's a bit of English. So did he like this before you knew it was about? Because yeah, obviously, yeah. we now know it's about, you know, yeah. uh, it's a feminist song about women are, are better than just being in a field. And, you know, this is what, like, this is what it's like did to Did you be say being in a field? Yeah, yeah. The, the lyrics at the start of it is, is about being in a field. Okay. Sorry. I just, because the, I've got the whole like, oh, you know, you're over 30, you know, you should have kids lose some weight. I was like, what? That's not what I've got written down. Okay, anyway. Oh, no, yeah, uh, so it starts, I think it goes through the history of Russia. And at the start, it's about, um, when women worked in fields and that's all oh, they could okay. do and then it progresses and then, and then nowadays it's about how in Russia if you're over 30 mm-hmm. you, you should have had a, a kid by now or something wrong with yeah, you yeah and you should yeah. lose some weight and etc yeah. etc yeah and I don't know how it works in Russia if that's being voted by the public or what if it has that's that's quite interesting well, and well I, I'm, more, I'm more cynical about it I'm like this is probably what Russia is putting forward to show oh no, don't worry. Like, even though literally you can hit women and not be prosecuted, like that that's literally, they they changed the law, even mm. though that's a reality. Look, there's possibly a mixed race woman here singing about feminism. So it's not, it's not all bad. But d- despite that, no, I absolutely love this song. I, it, it was, it's all over the place in a good way. I thought it was really original because she's singing, she's rapping. I enjoyed the, the several languages. And then I, I liked it way more even more when I saw the video I thought it elevated it because it's really interesting how the positions of everyone so she's in the middle and all her backing singers are around her and that made me think of like I don't know witches in a coven or something like Mm. that or like it's it's like they're protecting her against the world I don't you know I don't usually analyze performances like that but it I, I thought it really stood out and then I found out what it was about so you know I listened to the song I watched the video then I went to look at the lyrics and I was like oh you know, the lyrics are, are great. Yeah. Are you expecting your youth? Oh, beauty. You're over 30. Hello. Where are the kids? You are generally beautiful, but you would lose weight. Put on longer, put on a shorter. As I said, I remain cynical that it, it, precisely with this and, and even, even little big, as much as I love them. And I mean, you never know what someone's affiliation is, but uh, Russia definitely are very interested in Eurovision as a, as a tool to promote themselves as like a, well yeah a force in general whether for good or for bad um but yeah manizha if that's how you pronounce it yeah one of my favorites 
It'll be interesting to see if she's got much of a, a back catalogue and see, yeah, if you say that they, does, from, they from put her, her up. A forward yeah. because they want to be looked at as a more liberal country. But I mean, Russia is huge, right? I remember, do you know the rapper Mickey Blanco? Um, no. Have you heard of him? That He talked about how Russia, you go to Moscow and it's very, very different from going to St. Petersburg or elsewhere. Like in Moscow, really like, that's where Putin is and all this kind of stuff. And I think, yeah, a lot more people are, are pro-Putin or, or seemingly pro-Putin. But in the rest of the country, like there's a lot more of a kind of counterculture. Um, so yeah, I also don't know where she's where she's from. And yeah, as I said, you know, she, I, I, I don't necessarily want to presume, but I think she, she is mixed race, or at least you know she's not kind of yeah pale and blonde and blue eyed as you said. Hmm. So it's it's a very different yeah look for someone from what you're used to if you're thinking of a stereotypical Russian person. Where is she in the in the betting? She's not in the top ten, but she is sixth favorite to qualify from her semi final. Okay. So people think people think she will get to the final. Okay. Underrated. So uh, moving on to something I do like, and mm-hmm. that is um, my Italian mm-hmm. selection, Moniskin with uh, Ziti uh, Buoni. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So the the I looked this up. The band title it means moonshine in Danish, and the song title means shut up and behave. I think. And apparently they're massive in Italy. Oh, they are. Okay, I've yeah. never heard of them. So, or, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mean either. And apparently, they have toured for UK, but um, have they toured the UK or have they done one date in London? <laughs> um, so, we're going into rock and roll, guys. Um, it's a proper rock and roll band with a, you know, guitars and a, a guy who can belt out um, uh, some some decent vocals. It's, like, it's a bit almost like the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> where he sort of like semi raps. Versus a little bit to see, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but not as similar to Anthony Kiedos. It's got a very strong riff. There's a Scottish band called Twin Atlantic, and it very much sounds like the band Twin Atlantic. If you know them, I've never heard of them even. No, but it's got a very strong chorus. And again, when I was going through them, maybe because it is the most apart from um, your Finnish boys, it is the only <laughs> other rock. Yes. Anthem in there. So maybe that's why it stood out. Mm. And obviously, I do hands up like rock music. <laughs> but then, if, when, you're, when I was searching for a live version, which I can't find, the only alternative version I could find was them doing it acoustically, and it was terrible. Oh, yeah. I don't imagine it is very good. So I think this band needs to be glammed up with a lot of reverb and going for it to um, go far. But I do think that it is quite light on the charts by people um a lot of people have put it in the top 10 songs of your vision mm. so what, what are your thoughts yeah so i like this song it didn't quite make my final cut but it would have probably made my my top 10 at least i enjoy i mean my italian is very basic but he swears in the song he says oh. no saki di che cazzo parla cazzo is fuck so it means like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about and i was thinking like oh interesting so I'm like, are they not going to say that on the night? Or is it because it's a, you know, a language that not that many people speak? Is it a category A swear word or is it like saying bugger? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the katsu is, is fuck, I think. Uh, uh-huh. So so no. And the lyrics are insane. Have you looked at them? No, no, go for it. 
You are dirty between with mud, yellow cigar between the fingers. I'm sorry, but I believe so much that I can take the sleep. And even if the road is uphill, that's why I'm training now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Off the actors. You better touch your balls. You better be quiet and good. People here are weird, like drug dealers. And yeah, I guess that you enjoyed it and that it was underrated. And I'm pleasantly surprised to hear that it's that it's one of the favourites because I'm often automatically sceptical of whether people will enjoy rock stuff. And I guess, you know, it's not, you know, as metally as... Um, as the Finnish boys, but uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear that it's popular. It's currently seven to one. It's a four favorite. Mm. So out of my choices, mm. I have chosen three of the favorites to win: Switzerland, Italy, and Bulgaria. Mm. Oh, let's see. Um, yeah, the, the album, the album and single in 2018 went to number one in Italy. Okay, well there we go. I know that the Finnish song has, it went to number one in Finland as well. Uh, this is what I said to you before, like on yeah. the last record. But, yeah, yes, so yeah, guys, now... we, we figured it out. Basically, in the past, you couldn't release a song uh, before Eurovision, right? But now you can. Is is the the short uh, the short of it? Overrated. My next choice, let's go for one that's not on your list. So overrated, uh, Blas Canto, Voyakedarme. Which is one who has released it in, in English as well. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Okay, so this is awful ballad territory. He has a great voice. I can't, you know, I can't deny that. But it, he sounds like budget Enrique Iglesias to me. He even says Contigo Bailare in the song. In 2020, he had a song called Universal, which I thought is much better, much more lively. I don't know if you've seen the video to this, Fran. Mm-hmm. But geez, so it starts with the Wuthering Heights quote, whatever our souls are made of, his and mine are the same. And he's just alone in a house, hugging himself, looking very despondent. And then he's looking despondent for most of it. And then suddenly he meets an old woman and they hug. And I don't understand what's going on, especially when you look at the lyrics it's all about love. So yeah, that's, I mean, listen, no judgment if you like older women, but I don't think that's the vibe he's going for. And yeah, just very dramatic lyrics. Stay tonight to watch the sunrise, to feel your voice caressing me. Stay one more second. There's nothing to lose as I draw a sea of memories on your skin. I could go on. I'm not. Yeah. Dramatic ballad. I don't trust this guy alone in his house, hugging an old woman. (laughs) Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, I, I put down again, it's Enrique Iglesias vibes. Even there we with go. The little, even with that little hush vocal he does as well, you know, it's Enrique to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a typical dull boy band cover. Mm. Um, even listening to it in English, I still didn't, didn't get anything from it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't realize he had an English version, but yeah. Yeah, I said, this is what I hate about your vision, mm-hmm. which will mean it will be um, going, going well. But interesting, yeah, yeah like. I don't. I think it has backfired for uh, Spain because it is currently third from bottom. Really, I thought this would be more popular. Like, yeah, I mean, he's got, yeah, he's got he, lovely hair. You know, like he he looks nice, but he's got some high hair. A lot of hairspray is <laughs> going on there. But yeah, yeah, the worst. Uh, yeah, the, uh, on the bottom entry is Georgia, which we haven't spoken about. But yeah, out of the ones we've discussed, Spain is the lowest one. Okay. Well, you know. I'm not. I'm not too sad about that. I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry, Blas, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I I really, I really think Universal was much better. And and yeah, th- this is the Eurovision by numbers that I don't like either. I wonder, Spain, one of those countries, you get a bias to final. Uh, you get what? Sorry. 
a bye to the final. Like well, yeah, yeah. So, so this, yeah, they. I think they're one of the big five, aren't they? Ah, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to have to fast forward, um, unfortunately, through Spain. Oh, but it's Italy also. So you know, you that, that it, starts, yeah, it, yeah. Italy will be there. So was it? So it's UK, UK, Australia. France, Italy, Spain, and Germany. Not Australia. I, oh, they, I guess Australia actually. They must do. They pump those money into it, don't they? They must do. Um, well, no, actually, no, no. Really? According to Eurosong.com. My favourite. <laughs> Eurosong-contest.fandom.com. That's that's what I'm on at the moment. My favourite Eurovision um, research is Wee Wee Blogs. Wee Wee Blogs. Seriously, perhaps. Get on to Wee Wee Blogs. For, for wee wee, as in Wee is in the French for yes, or Wee no, is in P? As in Wikipedia, so like W I W I blogs. Okay. And on there it. you've got on there it separates country facts, odds, Ooh. lyrics, polls, reviews, YouTube blogs, and calendar. Oh, that sounds nerdily quite satisfying. I would absolutely check out. That's what well, I enjoyed it for my, for my research. <laughs> I was like, thank God for Wee blogs. So yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, that is what, what a piece of shit. Overrated. Staying on with pieces of shit and boring, boring ballads. Oh, good. Let's go to North Macedonia. Yes. Sorry, Vasil. Sorry, but yeah. Apparently, he was like a a backing singer previously. And yeah, this song is absolute dullness. And not only is it it a dull song, they've obviously tried to throw with much as they can into it. So it's got like an orchestra behind it. Mm. It's got a key change. And mm. like it's got it's even got like a high high note. It's like trying every trick to hide the fact that the song is bland as fuck. There's a choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh I put down, you know, Westlife fans who like nice things might enjoy it. <laughs> Everything else falls to the fuck off. Yeah, it's 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 so clean. It's harmful. Is how I felt about it. And I listened to it three times and I thought, yeah, please do not get to the final. Please do not get to the final. Twice was enough for me. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the the YouTube comments on this because I have to say, what's quite nice is when you go and look at um, the YouTube performances of all the songs. I, okay, the ones in the languages I can understand are usually quite positive. And it will be like, oh, this is amazing. 12 points from Italy or, oh, well done, Ukraine. We love you from Poland. Um, And yeah, even with this one, like they're like, oh, wow, this is like a Disney song, which yes, it does. It does feel like that. And I saw someone had written like, Orly from Moana, Elsa from Frozen, Vassal from Eurovision. You know, like those are the the three main ones. Because yeah, this this definitely sounds like a boring Disney song. I wrote key change, ah, um, the choir comes in and makes it worse. He, again, he's got a good voice, like Blast and like a lot of other um, boring people. But yeah, the fact as well that the video starts... The thing is, I, I can believe his emotion because it starts with him talking about how he felt when the concert was cancelled and he's obviously mm. very emotional about it. And according to the storyline, he he sat down at the piano and started writing something and that was this song. And he cries in the video. And again, the lyrics, trust your heart and just stay strong. Unchain my wings and the oceans of tears will fade to black with the sum of my ears. Ugh, exhausting. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just too dramatic for me. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I was going to say <laughs> male Lana Del Rey. That's not, that's not quite it. But you, you know what I mean? Isn't lyric wise where it's just like, uh, you know, everything is doom and gloom and drama. And I, I really, I really don't connect with that. And especially when the song is, uh, is, is dull as well. Although you were saying like, oh, no one's wearing masks in the video. Actually his, his orchestra is in, in the video. Okay. So, so good, good at least that they're, 
you know promoting that kind of safety level but yeah i i, I was i was glad that I, I was hoping that we'd be on the same site pages for this and it looks like we are yeah i, I think he tries a little bit too hard unfortunately yeah. and, and i don't think he'll get to the final whatsoever sorry mate sorry maybe you know maybe you'll find your way and have a <laughs> overrated This is my last bottom five, my overrated tracks. Oh, thank God. Okay. I, I thought that you thought this was uh, underrated, so I'm quite glad to hear that you No, think. yes. It's, it's cunning ploy from Cyprus. Cynical. Cynical ploy. So when you first hear it, you think, fuck me, I know the song. Yes. And the answer is, let's see if we agree. Lady Gaga. Bad Romance. Like, exactly. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Lady Gaga, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you basically stole a song by Lady Gaga, basically. That's why I think I know it. And then once I realise all the techniques they're doing, I then thought, it's also auto-tuned in the the music video. So I've never even heard her sing yet. So therefore, I have to rule out any talent whatsoever that this will ever be be any good live. The the, the lyrics are fucking abysmal. It's basic bitch pop. And I am I'm scared I'm scared it'll do well. I think it's gonna do well. I yeah. hope it doesn't because come on guys, see through this. See through it. Oh, I'm so delighted because yeah, I, I thought you you would have picked this as underrated. And so strangely actually, I didn't realise the Lady Gaga connection immediately. So when I when I first heard it, I was like, Oh, here we go. Like it is it is a little bit trendy to sing in Spanish at the moment, right? Like little little big did that as well with uh, with us mm. from last year. I was like, okay, here's another pretty lady from Cyprus uh, singing. And then when it when I went to look at the video, I was like, this is Lady Gaga. And at the beginning, I was like, poker face. And then I was like, no, no, bad romance. It feels so cynical. Uh, th- this one for me really feels like, oh, you you've gone on the Eurovision checklist box and ticked as many things as you can. Agree on the lyrics. Uh, all this spicy melts my icy age edges, baby, for sure. Tonight oh, we're yeah. gonna dance in the moonlight, and then we're gonna do it some more. What's that little thing that's in the chorus? Like, like loco, 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 or something. It's, it's uh, really I've got annoying. it written down as Lola, Lola, loca. I'm breaking the rules. I fell in love. Oh. I fell in love. I gave my heart to El Diablo. El Diablo. So I think, like, if you saw this on a compilation of the Eurovision songs and you heard ten seconds of it, mm-hmm. you may think, "Oh, that sounds good." Mm-hmm. And then you listen to the whole song, and then you, "Oh no, oh no." Yeah, I think, you know, as I said at the beginning, uh, what I did enjoy was how a lot of songs don't stick to, I feel like, yeah, one genre, one style, like it goes all over the place. But here, it just feels fake. And it is the eighth favourite to win. Yeah, yeah, I I think it will do well. So you want want to mention any others which are just bubbling under? So yeah, I, I think there's a few things that I wanted to discuss that we, you know, that we wouldn't have touched upon. So Flow Rider... (laughs) <laughs> okay so flow rider is featured in the san marino entry adrenalina by san hip what what the fuck's going on here like i again i'm like oh is it am i being that person where it's like oh you know these americans are coming over here and there but i'm just like why what is the point of this here like he's not big enough to draw a crowd and i, I what, what i was reading they don't know if he's going to be there on the he night he can't I mean, he, I think he could, no? Like, really? Sh- well, I don't know what the rules are in, in the Netherlands, but surely he'd have to quarantine for like yeah. two weeks beforehand. Is he really yeah, wanting I mean, to if do they're, that? If they're going to pay him, you well, know. Fair but yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that as well. 
I mean, I've always enjoyed Flo Rida. Like, he's one of those artists when you know more about his cameos and other people's songs than his own actual <laughs> material. But yeah, I, I, when you mentioned Sam Marino, I did laugh because I, I don't think that I even got that far to see him. I had to go back and watch it. I think I turned over before he even popped up. People were saying about Sam Marino's song last year was better as well. And I remember enjoying Sam Marino last year, but I remember Sun Hit quite specifically because, you know, Eurovision last year, did, did you watch it? the kind of version that they had oh yeah i, I did like uh, I, I didn't actually know until late on that they weren't doing it properly yeah and i was like oh what is this like a weird like best of or it, it's an chatting? insurance thing so basically they couldn't do eurovision because the i think the nature of the event has, has changed so that's why they could only pay 30 seconds like they had to propose something that was very different to the original for insurance reasons mm. i remember sen hit was like sitting on a bed with a dog like a very chilled dog the the whole time and i think they came back to her more than once and it was just like there's just this dog there so um so yeah so i wanted to mention that i want to mention that i thought it was interesting that neither of us picked iceland well it's because it, it was a one time only babe wasn't it but once now you've seen their new song it's it's just like the whole time you're watching it, it's like yeah but it's not as good as last year and it's kind of the same but not as good unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah i agree but it's still very popular that's is it really? Yeah, it, I think it is very popular. Like again, my friends sent it to me before, uh, before I even got around to watching this. It's like, oh, you know, the Iceland entry is still good, but I almost would have been annoyed if they won. I, I have to controversially, <laughs> like, I, I think they're adorable, um, mm. and you know, the fact that this song is about Daffy's marriage and the song last year was about Daffy's daughter, um, it's very sweet. But I'm just like. <sighs> I, I think it's too much on performance, which I know sounds mm. kind of counterproductive, but I'm just like, yeah, that that is why people like them so much. It's the dance routine, it's this and then that. And the song is good, but it's not amazing. Um, and I prefer when it's a bit more balanced. Yeah, like last year when I was working at like my favourite songs of 2020, this was on my radar. Mm. And then I did realise that without the video, yeah. the song isn't that great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I, I like them, but I, I just think that 2020 was their year. They went viral and everyone loved them. And I think that people may have tired by now of their little dance moves. Mm-hmm. But, but although they are still a seventh favourite, but I'm so interested because obviously in the UK, we kind of like kitsch mm. kind of things. They were huge in the UK. I, do, yeah. I don't know, like in other countries, if they like irony uh, and things like that. I, don't I, know. I, think, yeah, I think they do because I think, you know, people talk a lot about a British sense. humor and i think definitely there are things that are more likely to be made in the uk because of that but you know monty python has fans all over right Mm. uh so i think they they will have fans outside of um those kind of countries but i i agree with you i think about things is um is much better and then i saw the video and i was like of course yeah the video is fantastic it's got the icelandic actor yeah i had to go and write it down olaf or daddy olafson who's entrapped he's in a bunch of other like actual kind of American. It's not films. in the um the Will Ferrell film as well. Yes, I think he is. I think you're right. And he's the mayor of Iceland, which made me laugh. Um, it's not even the mayor of Reykjavik. And uh, I don't know if you if I've mentioned this to you, Fran, but I know how to pronounce the the volcano. <laughs> I mean, I can't even pronounce this band, like the volcano. <laughs> that's, that's how I pronounce it. Because when I went to Iceland, which was five years ago. I was like, I'm not leaving this country without learning how to pronounce this volcano. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very confusing because there's two double L's in the name. And I learned double L in Iceland is like LT. It's like, 
you, you you do it so that's why everyone was struggling with it because it, it doesn't look like that at all i well i think that that band i can't pronounce i i stand at bands will um be playing music festivals in the uk I can, oh I for can, sure i can i can imagine so i will see them again who knows if i will ever see these other entries you've been speaking about <laughs> um probably not um <laughs> knowing your vision well the thing is if you ever do go to eurovision you know if <gasps> imagine if uh, if the uk won eurovision <laughs> I, I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon i think as i said on the last episode what's quite nice is that you know the city where it's in it, it kind of turns into eurovisionville and very often they will set up these free stages where they have like old old performers uh on there so I, I, I would really say, Fran, like, it's worth once in your life going to a Eurovision, like going to a city that's hosting Eurovision, because it's a very nice atmosphere. You're a Europhile, you know, you, you, you feel that when you're walking around, like, you know, even when it was in Lisbon, which is already like a city with a lot of tourism, you, you definitely felt that there was a vibrancy, like even more, more so than usual. Um, it is, it is worth going to. Were you surprised that I had uh, a few non-English songs in my Best. No, I, I, I yeah. hoped I hoped that you would. I hope that you would. So uh yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't adhere to the stereotypes. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to yet another Eurovision episode, <laughs> our third in a week. Indeed. And this one is coming out, I think, the day of the first semi-final. So, you know, whatever we're saying is going to become out of uh <laughs> irrelevant very quickly. But you know, you, we hope that you enjoy laughing at our predictions. And uh, yeah, Viva Switzerland. <laughs> Finland for me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anything else to add before we go? I just, I feel really sorry for Rotterdam that they're not going to be experiencing the tourism of people going there because it's not the prettiest city in the world. But I, I went there just before Corona to go to an art exhibition and I discovered a whole new part of the city that I, I didn't know. And I, I thought, oh, okay. Maybe there's a bit more going on than, than I thought because it's the city that really got bombed to shit. Um, and the, the center is not the, the prettiest because it's sort of these prefab or like these 70s style buildings. Um, and I thought like, oh, that's such a perfect selection for, for a Eurovision city. So yeah, I, I hope Rotterdam gets a chance to kind of showcase itself uh, because yeah, my, my plan had obviously been to go, but now, yeah, even though it's not very far away from me, uh, I'll be staying in Belgium, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And um I'm hoping, so there's a, there's a, ch I haven't seen my dad in a few months and he's getting his second vaccination and his husband as well, literally like the day before and two days before Eurovision. So if the side effects aren't too bad, hopefully we'll watch it together. But if not, I, I will be watching it probably with friends here. Um, so Ooh. yeah, I look forward to it. That sounds like a great way to end. And Indeed. wherever you watch Eurovision guys, um, we hope that you tell everyone about this podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you agree with our analysis <laughs> yes and love europe and no more fighting please guys yeah play safe and sing beautifully play safe stay safe adieu <laughs>
and Instagram, Twitter, OU Music Pod, and Instagram, Over Underrated Music Pod. We hope to see you there and enjoy your vision. Let us know if you agree or disagree, but in the meantime, just have a wonderful time. Bye.